presented by the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. It's Minda and Christy, and we are Dead Girls Talking. We're so glad you're with us today. Um, what what what, what are we what are we going to tell the people about today, Minda? Okay, well, it's summer. I, I mean, it's blazing hot outside and everything is. is closed down. I don't know if you have noticed that. We haven't really seen I, each other. We've been, this is like the first time we've been like same airspace in a while. This is the first time we've been in the same room together since we did the listener stories episode. Yeah, it was a good couple of weeks ago. It was a good couple of weeks ago. Oh, hey, by the way, this is lucky number 13. Here. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Good for you. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm the worst at production because when I, yeah, I don't know. Thanks. Thanks for Maybe. Now I'm questioning myself. No, I think you. I feel like I counted them today and I was like, oh yeah, number 13. We're professionals. Yeah. This is how we do things. <laughs> so everything is still shut down. We're yeah. actually entering what I feel is the second wave of the mm-hmm. Corona, riding that Corona wave. So, something like that. Yeah, I think so. A lot of my comedy gigs have been canceled, which is a bummer. All of my anything has been canceled. Pretty much. People are camping like crazy. And I can attest to this because I just bought a camper that I'm super excited about. It is pretty cool looking. Can't wait to see it in person. I know. You should come over. I know. Well, I'm not living my life necessarily particularly clean. So I'm trying not to expose a bunch of people to my germs. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. No, that's that's a joke. I'm I'm mostly just germaphobe. But um, the camper's enclosed. It looks like a big pod. I think it looks like a... Um, I'll put a picture of it on our Facebook, guys. It looks like you could get through the apocalypse with it because it's like a big white fiberglass pill looking deal. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a solid choice right now. Anything that looks like it might could get your ass through the apocalypse is probably not a bad investment. Man, I'm telling you what. Yeah. I'm really bummed because everything's canceled um, yeah. and people are camping, but it's even hard to find a camping spot. And then you told me that there's been a lot of national park disappearances, which did nothing to, uh, to alleviate my natural born government issued anxiety well i mean i feel like we're probably gonna have maybe an upswing in disappearances this year because like you're right pointing out that the only thing one of the few things we're allowed to do is to go recreate outside yeah so the parks are going to be full um but actually uh missing 411 with david palades um he's been around for a really long time i can remember listening to him on coast to coast I have no um, knowledge of this. You got to like. He's, so David Pilates is a um, he's a retired California police detective. Um, and he like I say, he's been on this kick for a while because like he's written. I don't even remember. like 12 books. Wow. Um, he he claims that the whole thing started when he was vacationing at a national park and two um, off duty rangers because he had written previously um, some investigative books about Bigfoot. Um, two park rangers approached him and cued him in to the fact that there are some unexplained disappearances happening in national parks and the national parks service, according to him, them is being a little negligent in their recording. Yes, ma'am. Are they disappearances like this dude is mad at his wife and she's Mm-mm. no longer seen again? Cause that was rampant in Alaska. He, like you'd see that like. All of a sudden, Betty Lou is gone because they got to a fight. And there's millions of acres of un- undeveloped yeah, land. Undeveloped land. Well, he um, he's got he's got 1,200 cases that he says fit his criteria, wow. um, and he has some exclusionary factors that he looks into when, before he considers a case. You know, figuring a case into his data. Um, one of those is a history of documented mental illness in the person. Oh, okay. 
um, any any prior voluntary disappearance on the part of the person. What's a, um, what's a voluntary, like a like runaway? run off, you okay. know, for a weekend or ran away a lot as a kid. Like any tendency towards, you know, just running off. Um, any 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 indication of criminal activity so that would be like a a, a sketchy spouse that doesn't have a great alibi yeah um or pending criminal charges that a person might be trying to get away from or fake their own death to get out of so this is Um, a laundry list of like he's checking all these to make sure the disappearances the unexplained disappeared people do not fall into these categories well and he has um what he calls the profile points um that he says link these cases together. Is he still alive? Yeah. We yeah, yeah, get yeah. Him on the show. And the reason the reason that um there's been kind of an upswing in interest in this is because there's several documentaries on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. right now. Um that are the missing 411 cuz I remember uh listening to him on Coast to Coast and reading a couple of the books and maybe even running across some stories on like Reddit and thinking, "Oh god, that shit's really creepy." You know, and then so I was really excited to watch the documentaries and then I watched the documentaries and I was kind of like, kind of seems like bullshit. Oh, really? Um, Well, because like here, I'm going to give you these profile points. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about 1200 cases um, and they one of the um, so the first thing is point of separation. So at some point before the person disappeared, they became separated from their party. Well, (laughs) <laughs> okay that seems yeah it seems right. like it seems like if you stayed with your party you would not have disappeared you know like it seems like the very it, yeah. the ikea version of how to disappear yeah so um the second one is time of disappearance mid to late afternoon is that down the board usually? yes well it, it's um mid to late afternoon. mid to late <laughs> afternoon which the first thing i thought was well yeah because you just got time to realize i oh, fuck i'm lost and then you've lost the light yeah. and then you could get disoriented um, but yes, ma- the majority of the disappearances that he has investigated uh, took place. The last person, you know, point of last contact, mid to late afternoon. Um, and the next one is Boulder Fields. What is that? Um, that he says that a, a large portion of the disappearances take place within so many miles of a Boulder Field. But, but you're hiking, and it's. I mean, there's lots of rocks out there in nature. Is my this, mama says. Right. Is are these primarily on the west coast? <laughs> um, they're all over. As a matter of fact, there is a big cluster in the um uh on the edge of North Carolina, Tennessee. Oh. Which I do not find hard to believe at all. Okay. Um, so Boulder Fields, they're near Boulder Fields, which what isn't once you get like any right. place, any place. I feel like any place that you're gonna be hiking, that you that you're gonna have some boulders, um, near water. More likely, you know, the disappearances, the person was near water, yeah. um, which, okay, because then you fall in there. And then the next uh, profile point is a weather event that happens either uh, right around the time of the disappearance or very soon after the person is noticed to be missing. And he's considering weather event to be rain, snow, fog. Yeah, these are all horrible. This is how people go missing. Yeah, this is bad shit that happens to you in the this woods is, 101. This is so Oregon far. Trail. Yeah. Um, the Donner Party, you know, like all this is tough stuff. But wait, there's more. Oh, okay. Uh, the next profile point, disability or illness. So I have someone in my life that um, technically has a disability, but you wouldn't know it, but he doesn't really love hiking. Yes. And he always tells me, he's like, we can't do that because nature's not handicap accessible. Well, yes. And when he's saying uh, disability or illness, 
he appears to be talking about uh, number one in some of the documentaries that I watched in my research for this podcast episode. Uh, what he's talking about disability or illness means that the person is 10,000 years old and they have like <laughs> one eye and hearing aids and a hook hand. That's that's the perfect you know? person to go hiking. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's screaming um, Appalachian Trail. In, in some cases also, it appears that um, when they're finding remains, because oh. he, does, he does count amongst these cases people whose remains are found in a way that seems weird. Um. So then that would be something weird showing up after the remains are found. What's that, an example of that? Um, like a, I don't know, like a like a birth defect that's discovered in an autopsy or something like that, I guess, is what he means by that. Um, like an unknown birth defect? Because yes. you and I have worked on autopsy cases. Yes. An unknown, an unknown birth defect or something odd about the path of the physiology of the person after their remains are brought in. And in one of the examples that he used was a lady that um, had been supposedly laying face down in water for uh, several days at least, but she had been missing for quite a while. Yeah. And um, her, there was no uh, water related damage decomp to her face. Oh. So that was weird. That yeah. was weird. But I also feel like I've I've read um and you, like she was drowned in a bathtub and dumped. Right. Um or do, if the water is is cold enough, does it not I mean, it seems like it would still it's it, still it gonna, would still slough the tissue yeah. after a while. You're still so, gonna get skin slip. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. Um so I'll give him some of those. Um, and then his next profile point is canines cannot track the person. So they'll typically, they'll track them to their last point of known where, whereabouts. The people. Yes, the people. And then they cannot, the canines cannot track any further. But I think that might also have a lot to do with the uh, profile point weather events. Oh, sure. It's going to yeah. rain. Because if it rains hard enough, it doesn't matter how good the dogs are, you know. Sure. Um, and so another point, profile point that he deals with is they found in an area that has previously been searched. Um, and some of those are pretty weird. Um, if because like, you're having to take into account people behaving weirdly. So it would be a case of either because normally when when you're in a situation like that and and this has just happened recently with i believe the girl that was murdered the, on the army base in texas the, the young oh, soldier yeah. um that those remains were found in a place that had previously been searched and it is because uh somebody's dumping the body right and they think that they're done searching that area and they're not you well know? and i think in her case wasn't she dismembered uh she was yeah I found a guy who had been murdered when I lived in Alaska and he had been found in a place that they had already looked. Yeah. But he was murdered by his. This is rough, man. Like he the whole area outside of Anchorage had been looking for this guy because he was a young Air Force dude. Yeah. So Anchorage is not that big. No, not really. Not in the scheme of cities. And I w had gone up to the top of Mount Baldy, which is up there. You can hike up there. And yeah. on the way down, we saw the neighborhood dog flipping um, out and I told my brother who was with me I was like I think it's just a bear yeah. because again they had already searched this area for this dude and yeah. we looked over the edge and it was not the bear it was the it was the soldier and he had been um, the guy who killed him had put like lie he tried to oh, wow. dis, you know like 
any distinguishing. Right. So he had, fucking noir with that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And they it turns out I don't know if it's related to this, but he had been holding on to the dude like in a trunk. Yeah. Until a couple of weeks after people kind of stopped looking and then he kind of yeah. tried to chuck him over the side. Someplace. Yeah. And I think that in a lot of cases that that is exactly what happens when a, a, something is found in an area that's previously searched. Uh, some of these were a little odd. Like uh, one of the guys I remember, he took his boots off and left his boots sitting on the trail and then supposedly walked six miles in the snow with no oh. shoes on. And then at one point he would have sat, they found his thermos still with liquid in it and uh, energy drinks still with liquid in them. Uh, so this guy, and it was his stuff. So this guy sat on a rock and he would have been able from the position that he was sitting at on the rock to see uh, a little farm homestead, like right across, like he could have walked. He would have been able to see, oh shit, there's civilization. I can walk there. But he did not do that. He really? continued to walk further away from civilization until he died. Um, and they don't know why, obviously, because they did not find him till he was skeletal. So, and he also held on to, he was supposed, their, their hypothesis for the behavior is hypothermia, which hypothermia, you know, it can make you act crazy and it can make you take your clothes off. Really? Yeah. It's a, it, I don't, I don't remember if it's like a, some actual function of the damage to the nerves in the body or if it's just a mental thing. But one of the symptoms of hypothermia is they feel like they're hot. So they start taking their clothes off. But usually when they're that bad off, they don't get that far. It would be real unusual for somebody to be having hypothermia so severe that they take their shoes off and it's snowing. Right. And then to go be able to go six miles. And the guy continued to walk that extra six miles carrying his crossbow or his compound bow and his his gun because he was a hunter. Oh, so in that case specifically. Yeah. What... What what hypothesis has been put forward to explain to rationalize that behavior? Like was they don't know. They, hypothermia is their best guess that he was hypothermic and it made him act crazy, and he just got a little further than people usually do. But even you know, the first thing I thought when I saw it was, but if he was hypothermic enough that he felt like he needed to take his shoes off, and their their rationale behind that is partially is um, stuff is heavy. So you, as they're losing losing their energy, they're dropping stuff. Yeah. Um. They he would drop his shoes, but not a a bow and a a gun that were weighing much more than the shoes that were protecting his feet from the snow. Right. But then you know, like hypothermia, it it can make you. So it, it's weird, but it's still like not paranormal outside of just having a bad day in the woods. Weird. <laughs> That's a terrible yeah. day in the woods. Yeah. Um. So we get. Uh, area previously searched. Uh, missing clothing is another profile point, which we just talked you about. That. that the shoes. Um, unknown cause of death. Um, maybe hypothermia. Maybe maybe hypothermia. But then again, you know, I pending. always for all our for all our morticians pending. out there. Pending. Well, I always chuckle when people assign great importance in like podcasts or uh, documentaries because they're researching something and they assign a great amount of importance to it saying pending or yeah. unknown or having four different things on a death certificate and like I've seen death certificates and you have too so like I know well it it just be like that sometimes yeah you that's, know? What pen- that's what pending actually <laughs> yeah. means to you guys out there that aren't in the death industry if you get a death certificate that says pending the medical examiner didn't want to write it just be like that sometimes yeah or like it could have been five different things and a lot of 
you're also talking about people that have been um, a lot of the remains are skeletal. So unless the person bashed themselves in the head or had two broke legs or yeah, left a note there, you're not going to get a lot from pending and uh, pending. Yeah. Or, um, or they've been outside and they've been subject to, you know, decay and uh, sometimes water. So like it's not the worst. It's not weird to me that you would not be able to tell somebody's cause of death in a situation like this necessarily. But some of the some of the circumstances that people have been found in have been a little weird. And in the case of a lot of the the ones involving children. Yeah. um, A big thesis that he goes with. And this is this is odd is that uh, little children like two, three year old little toddlers get really far more and there were he has a couple where there were remains found like up a mountain oh gosh and i'm like well you know a bird a bird picked him up like a big bird would could a big bird could pick possibly if it was big enough a two-year-old up or a toddler up and i think also don't sometimes mountain lions drag their kills up I was into gonna the say, trees I, I don't i don't see big bird going on a Killing spree. Because when you said that, I just saw like Yellow Vengeance, Big Bird, big bird himself. Oh, not that Big Bird. Like well, a big he went Thunder from the bird or big something. Appalachian Trail from Sesame Street. But I do think you're right about the cats that they will. But usually, yeah. if a cat grabs a kid, and this is like not common, it'll eat it. Yes. And you know, cats will play with stuff before they. they and they'll kill usually, it. at the site of an animal attack, there'll be something. Definite, definite signs of that. To let you know that, oh, well. There was an animal attack. And and like I say, if there's immediate evidence of animal predation, he deletes the case. He does not include it in his research. Yeah. So the last uh, profile point is geographical clustering. And this is the one that, I mean, even this one, you can look at it as there's something to it because it. it I like this one already. In order to be. Um, included, there has to be at least three disappearances within so many miles of a point. I can't remember how many. I think it's 40. Um, But then they're all national parks. So, I mean, they're places where people are going on purpose, and then they're also kind of dangerous, and they're also the woods. And so so a geographical cluster. Some of them uh, had some creepy... Uh, correlations. Yeah. There was a couple of old old men that disappeared with uh, 40 miles of each other, but they were all doing different things. And um, then, I mean, it's all very circumstantial. All of it was very circumstantial. And I thought, you know, it seemed creepier to me back when I couldn't just Google it. Right. Like when I was listening to it on Coast to Coast, it was a lot fucking creepier yeah. than now. And I'm like, the internet well, ruins everything. Yeah. But I will say there was some, there are some completely inexplicable cases that he has, like, in my opinion, uh, there are more than one of small children getting lost in the woods, getting very far away, which, um, what I remember from like, I used to, 20 years ago, I did, it was a wilderness search and rescue volunteer sometimes and i remember that children hide yeah they don't tend to go very far they you tend to get in things they get in trees or they get up under bushes they try to hide because it gets dark and they get freaked out they don't keep walking they lay down um which actually is good it's what you should do and there's another thing about it too is some of these uh hunters and outdoors people that disappeared that got very far 
you know better than that. If you're an outdoors person, you know that walking so, eight miles is not the thing that you do. You know that you you get to someplace kind of open and you stop. And, so what do you think? Do you think it's... Well, I have two questions. And okay. I'll, I'll, let me backtrack on that question. Okay. Is there one or two national parks that have more instances of this happening than others? Um, it looks like the Sierras and it looks like the one on the North Carolina-Tennessee border, which I'm not sure which forest. I guess it's just probably Smoky Mountains National, yeah. the range. The range. Um, oh, the thing about the kids. I'm sorry. I lost my track of thought there. Um, there he has more than one account of a small child getting very far from their family and showing up alive with the story that a bear oh yeah or some kind of large protected animal it. protected them and fed them um there's a, and there's some of them some of the ones that get kind of lumped in with this they um they they date from a time period where new, stories in the newspaper like that might be questionable uh-huh. um but then some of them there's a contemporary one actually from North Carolina um, it just happened a couple of years ago. The little boy disappeared. Um, he was gone. I want to say like four or five days. They were worried because it was cold enough at night that a small child might get hypothermia. hypothermia. And his story was that a bear uh, hid him in a bush and fed him berries and laid with him and kept him warm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then um, actually in one of the documentaries, um, it was the one about hunters. He, because David Pallades originally was a Bigfoot researcher, and he doesn't come out and say, and he's gotten some heat in from people um, who, you know, he has lumped their loved ones' disappearance in with what they believe is paranormal, and they don't right. like it. That's always tricky. Um, yeah, I mean, the person is no less dead. You know, whether somebody is or is not speculating about how it happened. I know, but it's it's a sensitive um, matter, especially if the person that's dead is a child. That's true. They get really, um, you know, we've worked with grieving families. Yeah, it's that's a, true. And thing. grief grief makes people, you know, very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was um. A, a cluster of disappearances in the area of the Sierra Nevadas. And um, he also got some testimony from some guys that had been going up there into the national park to a family hunting camp. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, I think he said there were 13 of them. Um, there were people who they were descendants of, like people had been hunting at this beautiful unspoiled hunting camp for i don't know how many generations and just telling their most trusted people about it and so they had permanent structures uh like a little shelter and a stove and stuff but it was i want to say eight miles by horseback through very challenging terrain wow all to go hunting huh to go hunting so they go up to this hunting camp and it's and, and this hunting camp is within um 40 miles of multiple of the disappearances, but he will not say which one specifically because he doesn't want people to know where the hunt camp is because the, yeah, the people that are talking about it don't want people to know and go up there and fuck with it. Um, they recorded those guys, the guys that have been going up hunting. The story is that there have been uh, something that comes out, you know, that walks around in the woods and vocalizes and... Um, and they have heard it for years and years, and they have actual recording of. Uh, I did a little bit of research and found out that like Bigfoot people call this samurai chatter. What <laughs> it is? It is a weird. It is obviously. It seems to obviously be a language sound. 
It is a really weird vocalization, and they've got it on a, a video camera recording it and an audio recording, and it was freaky. Like, I was watching it in the daytime in my house, and I had a little bit of the goosebumps. Like really? It, it definitely does not sound like anything I have ever heard it, in the woods before does it sound like big primates like you you know like zeus like it, is it it they they had and well for what this is worth they had uh some kind of uh biologist listen to the sounds and they could um i guess put it in some kind of equipment and judge what they thought the thing's size was due to its vocal range and yeah. they said the vocal range was both much lower and much higher than a human and that the animal making the noise was larger than a human. I I used to watch that show Chasing Bigfoot. Did you yeah, ever watch that? I'm not. Okay, well, and you don't need to because it's garbage. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw, yeah. if you're a fan of that, good for you. But six I love, six I love seasons, to make fun of a good Bigfoot documentary. <laughs> six seasons of Chasing Bigfoot, yeah. and they've gone squatching. That's what they call yeah. it every season, and they never got squat ever. So oh, it's yeah. always frustrating for me that show. But I I did live. <laughs> And then we're we're loosely tying this back into our because we're talking about camping and you know me not dying in a national park in my awesome <laughs> camper, but I have lived in Alaska and up there there are there's a whole island that they openly acknowledge that they are infested with the yeti. Yeah. So I don't. It's it blows my mind that there's been no physical evidence. There's a lot of theories on this. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. Yeah, no, so I'm just ranting about Bigfoot. Like, no, show no, your face, you're dude. tying it up in a bow. It's very weird little synchronicity there, considering that I have these notes in front of me and you don't. I have nothing in front of me. <laughs> I come never prepared. Because you ta- you're taking us full circle. Like, how could something like that exist to the point that people can record it and yeah. know about it and talk about but it? But never it becomes, see it. But nobody ever sees it. Six seasons and Bubba Ray and JoJo right. can't get it on ever. camera um, because they are ultra terrestrial because <laughs> oh, oh, they're from another they're, dimension so because they're not I've, solid because right. they phase in and out of reality maybe i've heard maybe. this theory i know this theory because i was watching some other nonsensical animal planet <laughs> documentary, <laughs> documentary. You, you can't, if you can't see us you can obviously hear the air quotes that we are both <laughs> doing right now documentary yeah. but on said documentary they did that was a theory that was bandied about is that they were some kind of alien and basically earth is the prison planet and they got sent here because they're ultra terrestrials which again i had no knowledge of because this, this prison planet stuff is new information to me well that's what it sounds it, a little scientology ish well i mean look at the way the world's going right now <laughs> yeah that's true. You know, i got nothing yeah but that was the thing now i'm not endorsing this idea i'm just passing it along as something that i've heard because i okay. can you know if you're gonna have a, a nine seven to nine foot hairy mammal and i get that like the redwoods and yeah up there in the northwest it's very dense and you can there's a lot of places to hide but come on dude they isn't there one in florida like a swamp version skunk ape. and the skunk ape, skunk, right. there is a and it's funny i actually watched a skunk ape, ape documentary this weekend um that i had never seen before and so there's a skunk ape in florida which is a different type of whatever the it's fuck the it is it's the trailer and park makes cousin. a whole different sound than the the quote-unquote bigfoot sasquatch whatever you want to call them that are apparently native to the part of the south that i grew up in um because i do come from a small town where there is a history of a of bigfoot sightings uh it's actually they call the they call it knobby 
Are you? Is that the name of the monster or the town? The monster. The town is called Kaiser, North Carolina. Is that West North? Is, See, it is what well, is Western by God, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, near South Mountain State Park, and uh, there is a little mountain there called Carpenter's Knob, and because uh, that's what they call <laughs> that's what they call mountains around there. They call them knobs. I have a sign in my kitchen that says Howard's Knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause Her last some, name is Howard. Guys. Somebody somebody from my family stole it off of a knob yeah. at one point. Well. <laughs> um, but no. So there's Carpenter's Knob. And in that area, people for since I was a little before I was even born. But I remember it when I was a little kid. They would see this uh, knobby. And I can remember when I was a kid. Also, my uncles li- pointing out a noise in the woods that we would hear. And telling me that that's what that was that that was that bigfoot you know what did it and sound like like a weird fucking noise that i've never heard anywhere else it's okay. but it but very different from what these guys recorded and very different from what they say it, the skunk ape sounds like further south it's almost like it starts out like you know the noise that alligator makes yes i do you know, like a thump so you, noise. you're from the knobby thing with your yeah. monster but i'm from swamp ape skunk yeah, ape, yeah, yeah. skunk ape town what do skunk. you think about the skunk ape? Did you ever have any skunk ape run-ins when you were growing up in Florida? No, not at all. I mean, I grew up in like in the swamp of Florida. Like I grew swamp. up in Homosassa. Homosassa. Yeah. Is that in the panhandle or the no, other part? it's in the central part on the west coast. And it's, it is super okay. swampy. Okay. Um, not any yetis, lots of racists. <laughs> not anymore, though. It's oh. like it's, it's become progressive. But then if you're looking at... Um, the idea that I don't these creatures it. might be coming in from another dimension. Why would there be different kinds in different geographic regions then? That so doesn't you don't make buy any that? Sense. So you don't think they're ultra Oh, I do. I absolutely oh, okay. do. But then again, there's questions too. I mean, I don't, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I've read a lot of interesting, not the prison planet, all of that. That's like, that sounds it's like weird. some David Icke. Um, but that maybe they are even like a, Almost like a primitive computer consciousness that the earth itself has, even, is how some people have explained it. That it, it's it's almost like an AI. You kind of write it with your brain and it does whatever. It shows you what it thinks you want to see to get whatever it wants out of you. So, and what it wants out of you usually is for you to be scared. Why? Because uh, I guess the theory is that they feed on that energy. It comes back to the etheric parasites and all oh, that crazy, one. crazy uh, tinfoil hat bullshit. Because, you, I mean, if you open one weird door, I mean, you can fall oh, down a whole weird staircase. It's a fun, weird ride. Yeah. I don't know about this thing, though, because just from like, I, I like the idea of cryptozoology. It's, yeah. It's fun. It's yeah. A, it's a fun pastime. I'm not out there. I mean, maybe now I will since everything else is closed and there's nothing else to do but camp and get all weird with UFOs and I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, down. we're gonna. I like to go squatching. <sighs> no, we're gonna we're gonna make we're it's dead girls walking. We're gonna do a whole different thing with that. I don't like squatching. Six seasons, you got nothing? Six seasons? Come on. Come on, Animal Planet. It's like Mendes like saying I feel like I mean, I get it, I get it. You would think they got a whole fucking camera crew six seasons, they might get at least get like his ass as he runs into the brush. But in a way, it's like saying, you know, like, oh, they didn't f- solve this mystery on national television. It's like saying I went all the way to Transylvania and I wanted to see Dracula and there was not a single Dracula in six, all of Transylvania. Six seasons. I'm, six just, seasons. I'm sticking with that's a lot of production value. I don't I don't like to watch those a lot of those shows because those people get on my goddamn nerves so bad. I do sure. love I do love a good uh, paranormal documentary. 
but I don't like I don't necessarily like the ones that involve the same people every episode. Yeah. Well, it tends to get real like any other TV show that runs for more than uh, three seasons, apparently is the magic number. It tends to get fucking stupid after a while. Well, I know. So I'm going to circle this wagon back around this wagon full of weird swamp apes and Sasquatch and all that skunk apes. I don't know why I want to keep calling it swamp. I guess because I can't can't say that can be our punk band. Yeah, (sighs) I'm already in a punk band. That's not doing a whole lot right now because all the venues are closed. What is your band called? Me and TJ. That's what it's called. Me and TJ. Yeah. But pulling this back around this the the first phenomenon that you're talking about is called missing 411 yes. which is missing information right like that's what the 411 is about yes and that is this dude's one project and does he acknowledge you know yetis in this because the woods he, have a lot of stuff he, in them he featured um in the the documentary about hunting he featured the story about the sasquatch and the weird recordings at the hunting camp that was close to a lot of the disappearances. Right. But he says that he only included that in the missing 411 because they had an actual recording of what they claim they heard. And had they not had an actual recording, there would um they would he would not have brought that aspect into the discussion. And I'm guessing it's probably because somebody's family, you know, was like, "Listen, man, cut it with the paranormal stuff right but there was another story too that went uh hand in hand with the the bigfoot story and it was um (sighs) mcavee is the physicist name i had heard of him i feel like i have watched him on youtube before he's a theorist some physicist and his wife was deer hunting and she saw something that looked like the you know the predator oh cool you know like how it displaces it's kind of pixelated like it's cloaked and she saw it jumping from tree to tree while she was out hunting. And it actually, um, at the same time that she was seeing this thing, there was um, a, a high school band camp that was on the field, maybe two miles away from where she was. And they saw some kind of weird UFO at the same time that she was seeing whatever this pixelated thing was. Where, where was this at? Uh, Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, which is a weird state. Ohio's got a lot of, well, no offense, Ohio, I love you. They're used to it. They got, a, they got a lot of weird, like, they're having a Mothman flap right what? now. Oh, really? No, no, no. That's Illinois. Never mind. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. That's you're my not American, even worth. <laughs> my American Southern public school education, y'all. Apologize. Um, I'm so... Yeah, um, I lost. I lost that train there again. It's okay. It was, My train it was going keeps all running the off place. the tracks. So, yeah. so well, what do you think? Like, if I if I said to you tomorrow, Amanda, let's go to the national park and camp out. What you want to do? I would go because I'm I'm down for whatever all the time. Yeah. If you said, Amanda, let's go down to the national park to camp with the explicit purpose of finding a Bigfoot, I would be like, well. I, you know, I don't think that we're going to do that, but I tend to believe that stuff like that, if it is out there, is not in the South. I have no idea why. Like, I feel like the Southeast is not rife with big feet. Oh, I don't because know, Because our, our forests aren't as dense. I don't know, our man. Mount- Listen, I love the Smokies. They're beautiful, but I've lived where there's like big, big mountains, you yes. know, and if you're going to hide an entire species of something, which again, I don't really buy, I would do it up away from people. I mean, I would too, but there's also, you know, there are places, there are woods where I grew up that you can get into what they call a rhododendron hail, or you can get down in some underbrush and you can get lost just walking around in a circle for days and days. So I don't necessarily dispute that something could hide, 
especially if it had the intelligence to know what to avoid. But it does stretch credulity. But then think about how many times, you know, how many times have you seen a mountain lion in your life? A couple. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm outdoorsy. But yeah, so. There was a very notable Bigfoot video, and this goes back to that island in Canada, Prince Edward Prince Edward Island. Okay. That is that has a lot of Bigfoot activity. Uh-huh. I'm using air quotes in my voice. Yes. Um, but there was a video, and they allegedly say that they got a Bigfoot on tape. Now, the reason why I am willing to entertain some of this stuff is because when I lived up north, you heard about it more. And unrelated, but Tom DeLong, the guy from Blink-182. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just came out with like credible UFO evidence that the government even acknowledged, which nobody even noticed because we're dying of pandemic. I mean, I heard about that, but I feel like the man still has a lot of things to make up for in his life. But yes, I had had musically. Yes. But I had heard that um, I had heard that that he had done that. Yeah. There was also some release that was that the same that he the Navy's videos and their files about all the the UFO UFOs. Yeah, I believe so. That's a whole nother episode, especially because I just watched I just watched Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah. The new season. The other yeah, night. yeah. Same. Terrible. Mm, it's all right. It's just a lot of murders. Like, they, that's need a, they need a narrator. They should get me to do it since Robert Stack they is should no get longer with us, us to do it. Yeah, we could do it. We could we could mystery science theater it. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> I feel like maybe the families of the dead might have something to say about me. Maybe just you should do it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, so so you ready to go squatching? We're going. I'm not. I'm ready to go camping. Okay, fine. Squatching. It's okay. Are there other things in the national parks that I need to be aware of outside of Yetis? I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah. I've seen some. I mean, whatever. I can sit here and be cavalier about weird shit, bad day in the woods, and there's plenty of legitimately non paranormal things in the woods that can kill your ass. No, no, no. I don't want to know about those things. Yes, I believe that the woods. I believe there's something in the woods. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know why it's... I mean, it might be something that something is everywhere and you only notice it in the woods because there's less light pollution. I don't know. Wait, that's fireflies. Um, no, I, I think there's some weird shit. I've seen weird shit. I've talked to a lot of people about weird shit. You, weird shit is part and parcel of being in the woods, at least the ones that I'm familiar with, which would be North Carolina, Tennessee, mostly. So, yeah. like what, though? Like, you know how Mexico has the chupacabra? I mean, people people talk about... I have heard people over the years talk about everything from cat people. Whoa, stop there. What is a cat person? Like, a, it looks like a, like a werewolf, but a cat. You know, like this guy, this guy told me once that um, it was... A, he said it looked like a, the body of a naked woman with the head of a, a feline... And that she was running full tilt barefoot down a trail in the middle of a thunderstorm. And she looked like she was covered in blue paint. And this was way before the Internet. So it wasn't like it was somebody filming for their OnlyFans, furries only or something. Furries only. Furries only dot com. It was. Um, I've heard people talk about like weird robots, like weird things that look like they call them the triangles. They look like glowing uh yellow like daleks like like for really, doctor who really shitty looking triangular robots yes like almost dude the the woods are weird i've i've i myself between 
seeing weird stuff and hearing weird stuff. I know that you had an experience yeah. on the Brown Mountain. I've that, dude, that, yeah, that's I never, a whole different thing, but I never completely discount anything. I do believe that weird stuff can happen in the woods. Weird stuff can happen to you when you go off by yourself. Um, but then again, you know, is it paranormal? Who knows? What is par- paranormal just actually means outside the, the, the realm of the known. Right. So I guess in that sense, like, um, a, a unidentified flying object. I posted a, I found yeah. a meme the other day that any, any, any object can be a UFO if you're bad enough at identifying stuff. Right. So, right. um, yeah, I think there's something going on. It does not keep me out of the woods, but that's because I like to go looking for that stuff. Right. So I, I would proceed with caution if you're going to do things like uh, split your party. I'm not going to split my party. Yeah. I'm going to Velcro myself to every single person that I'm with. And just keep everybody within sight and you should be good. I mean, these things are not happening at Jelly stone campgrounds or like at KOAs, you know, I mean, like these are like boondocking yeah, out in the woods kind this of things. This Tent, is primitive, primitive campsites. Mostly backcountry. Yeah. Though sometimes right off of, no, that's not actually strictly true. Uh, sometimes from uh, scenic overlooks that have wheelchair ramps, sometimes from whoa, trails. Whoa, whoa. Are you telling me that nature is indeed handicap accessible? Because I have to. Some um, overlooks. Well, then I'm going to have to tell somebody that because he yeah. needs to hear it. I mean, I mean, I don't know how far you could get, but at least to look at the pretty stuff. Yeah, I don't know. So all this stuff in the woods, you know, outside Ultra of... Ultra-terrestrials. Yeah, I... <laughs> why would they not... I don't know. If I was an ultra-terrestrial, I would have already started a gated community for other ultra-terrestrials by now. How do you know they don't have one and your ass just can't see it? Uh, I don't. I never even thought about that till right now, but <laughs> it could be yeah. right next. They could be your neighbors. Yeah, you I just can't know, even see them. I've been in the woods a whole awful lot, and I've never, you know, been subject to squatches. Although you want to believe, like there is this really, f- if you're outside long enough and you're out in the woods and it's quiet enough, you could almost yeah. have that feeling that you're not alone. Like there's something out there, especially. Yeah. If you're in the swamp, like if you're kayaking, if you're on a boat out in the like Spanish moss is hanging from trees and, you know, there's it's very, very, very quiet. It's not hard to believe that there's something out there with you. Yeah, you definitely freak yourself out that way, too. Yeah. yeah. Or or are you freaking yourself out or is that or your you, intuition? You're more conscious of it. I don't like silence. That's a thing that I don't like in the woods because I'm not used to I'm used to it being being outside and it being silent, not necessarily being a good thing. Because I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize that the woods are quite often very loud. Always buzzing. Something. Chirping. Clicking. And I mean, honestly, with all this rain we've had, I've got so many fucking frogs in my gutters that it sounds like I'm sleeping in the Amazon. You can hear them in every room of the house. They're in the gutters singing, which is good for them because they seem happy. That's good. Maybe that's something special. But if I was a person that was afraid of frogs... What a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Luckily, I love them, but. So do you, so do you have anything else to kind of, what are we, what else are we talking about on this? I mean, we pretty much covered it. We, we, you know, I, I gave the, I feel like we gave the profile points a pretty fair shake. And I don't know about those. That we both came to the conclusion that it's kind of eh. So. I, I do want to know more. If you know off the top of your head. I would like to know more. And if you don't, that's fine about those big bears that are keeping kids safe out um, in the woods. Like, what do you think those are? They're not real bears, obviously. 
I mean, that would would that that would be pretty atypical behavior for a bear, dude. Absolutely. So, I mean, if it was a mama bear that had lost a cub, and you know, it's a small child that's not really terribly verbal, and they're just small and squeaky, you know, maybe it would trigger some like kind of Appalachian I mean, I, Jungle Book. Listen, I had a dog one time that raised a calf because her puppies died. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's some country shit. You got a basset hound with a little cow nursing from it. We need a picture of that. I wish there was pictures of that. That was back in the Polaroid day. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I want to believe that part of this. I want to believe that there's friendly bear spirits out there protecting the babies, the wayward youth. In answer to your question, that would be my guess. Personally, as a certified crazy person, apparently, um... It would. I would think it would be some kind of spirit, or it could be what they call the second man phenomenon, which is certain kinds of like uh, trauma related to getting lost and being alone and being afraid. Um, a fairly common hallucination, and this has been documented amongst like mountain climbers and people that have survived like death marches and stuff like that. Um, it's like Tom Hanks and Wilson. It's um, you feel like there's somebody there with you. Oh, you personified it's, the yeah. It's like yeah. you 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 split to keep yourself company to keep you from bugging out. So maybe it could be something like that. But you know, it, it doesn't occur to me either that a two year old has enough sense to keep themselves alive like right. that in the snow. Right. You know, without was, some kind of help. Even if they had the sense to do it, they wouldn't have the ability to do it. Yeah, and the baby didn't have any clothes on either when he was found. Yeah. Well, the camper has a heater, so we're cool. Good on that, and we'll have to go on an adventure and um. Show the people what we're doing. We I'm can ready. look for stuff. I got all kinds of equipment, man. Good. I do. I just don't. Uh, well, this is fun. I just need a tech person. That's all. Looking at you. Yeah, I'll do and, it. Um. I'll, yeah, I'll I'm te- not. I'll take us out. My me and tech. You know, we don't get along most of the time. But you know what you do get along with is our merch because we now have merch, guys. It's pretty freaking cool. Please buy some, some stuff. stuff. Please buy some stuff with our faces on it. Keep us going. Um, we've got stickers, we've got coffee mugs, we've got shirts, you've got whatever, whatever Great you t-shirt. want. Masks. We do have masks. masks. Yes, we do. And since yeah. this thing isn't going away anytime soon, you may as well yeah. get a stylish mask. Put the fucking thing on your face and quit your belly aching. What okay. are they like? They're like two ninety nine. The mask, our mask. Super cute. Yeah. Our, I don't think they're two ninety nine, but go ahead and buy them. I think they're ten. Oh, ten dollars. Well, that's a yeah. good price. I've yeah. paid more it's than fair. that for a mask. It's a fair. Yes. Yeah. It's a fair. It's a fair <laughs> price to pay for your health. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So we are on Facebook, Dead Girls Talking Podcast. We are on Instagram, Dead Girls Talking Podcast. We have a Gmail. Please talk to us. We will talk right back at you. We are Dead Girls Talking, the number two, the letter U, Dead Girls Talking to you at gmail.com. We want to talk to you. We love hearing from our fans. And we're doing, um, we are collecting listener stories. We're going to make that a monthly feature. So if you got something weird, yeah, it's fun. I want to hear it. I want to hear your creepy story. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I want to hear it. Yeah. I've heard worse. I guarantee it. She's seen worse. (laughs) No. We've seen some stuff. I mean, I've seen some shit. On that note, I am Minda. I'm Christy. We thank you for listening. We're Dead Girls Talking. (laughs) 